Welcome to the Incoterms 2020 Rules Series by Trade Finance Global. Part 9. Free alongside ship. FAS. One of the rules for sea and inland waterway transport. FAS is an interesting rule. There was even some pressure on the drafting group that we should get rid of that as well. However, the difference in that case would be that the seller would not be carrying out export formalities. The buyer would need to be able to carry out export formalities in that country. I'm Dipesh Patel, editor at Trade Finance Talks, and today we're delighted to be joined by Bob Renai, member of the ICC Incoterms 2020 Drafting Group. And we're joining Bob midway through his world tour on Incoterms 2020 rules. And this is the ninth part of this Incoterms 2020 rules series. And today we're talking about the FAS Incoterm, which stands for Free Alongside Ship. And Bob, I'm very keen to also explore the key differences in FAS versus the FCA and also XWorks Incoterm. So if we could start off with Bob, who are you, where are you from, and what do you do? And then what is FAS and how should buyers and sellers use this term? Hi Depeche, I'm Bob Ronai, and I live in tropical North Queensland in Australia. And Australia is surrounded by water. Therefore, I'm very experienced with the sea modes or the uh, sea or inland waterway modes of transport because we simply cannot move goods internationally across borders by road or rail. Now, FAS is an interesting rule. There was even some pressure on the drafting group that we should get rid of that as well. It is not often used. Its typical use these days, I believe, would be for heavy machinery. You can imagine the situation where somewhere in Germany, along a canal, a factory is located and manufactures massive machinery. That machinery may well then be moved from the factory moved a few metres to the edge of their wharf or quay and then placed on a barge. That will be then barged up the canals and rivers to the nearest seaport if it's being exported. That is one example of FAS. Another is simply that the machinery may be made available or whatever the product is. It could be bulk goods but more unlikely bulk commodities. But is, I believe, used in certain bulk commodity trades, but I don't have personal experience of it. The machinery in the case there would be placed on the wharf or quay, and the vessel itself would typically load them or they may be rolled on. So you could even have FAS, free alongside ship, used in a RORO, a roll-on, roll-off container situation. Probably unlikely because the vehicle that would take the containers on would be provided by the seller rather than the buyer. So in FAS, it is the buyer who contracts for carriage on the nominated vessel. The seller's responsibility is merely to place the goods alongside the vessel. 
that requires, of course, the vessel to be there, to be alongside of. Delivery is not by running the barge up the canal to the local container or the local shipping port and having the barge bobbing up and down on the tides waiting for the vessel to arrive. That is not yet free alongside. Putting the goods on the agreed wharf and waiting for the vessel to arrive is not delivery. The vessel has to be there to be alongside of. Now, an FAS, the seller must carry out export formalities, and once they have delivered by placing the goods alongside the vessel, that's it. The buyer takes the risk. Even while they're on the wharf or on the barge, the buyer's risk is while the goods are being loaded. In fact, the buyer's cost covers the loading. And the buyer has to carry out any import formalities and highly unlikely, but any transit formalities as well. FAS is not often used. As I said, there was pressure to delete it, but once again, it would leave a hole in certain trades. So we just effectively repeated what FAS has been in the past. Its ability to be used with letters of credit would be interesting because the seller is not entitled to a bill of lading and the seller is not the shipper. The shipper is the buyer who has contracted for carriage and who in actual fact will be taking that cargo from that port of loading. I think that's probably about all we can describe about FAS, but how is it different to XWorks? Well, you could theoretically have the XWorks point being similar, as I described, to the factory on a canal. You could have that XWorks point being on their wharf. However, the difference in that pretty remote case would be that the seller would not be carrying out export formalities. The buyer would need to be able to carry out export formalities in that country. If we're talking domestic, where, for example, the goods are moving within the country, even by waterway, inland waterway transport, yes, you could conceivably have a vessel with its own crane or derrick coming to that wharf of the sellers, where the seller has made the goods available, X works, and lifting the cargo onto the vessel and going down to somewhere else in the same country and doing whatever it's got to do. It is conceivable, I'd suggest it. Not going to happen very often. How does FAS compare to free carrier? Well, let's look at it. The obligation under FAS is to make the goods available alongside the vessel. In FCA, the obligation on the seller is to hand the goods to the carrier loaded on their vehicle or provide the goods to the carrier not unloaded. So we don't quite have the loading and unloading concept quite right there. We could modify FCA in the contract to cover 
FAS. It could be done, and had FAS have gone out of the INCO terms rules, that probably would need to have been a solution, but I would suggest people would use FAS anyway. In fact, I would suggest that in the majority of cases where FAS is used, there actually will be no reference to any INCO terms rules, and the two parties will have agreed in their contract who does what, when, and at whose risk. Thank you very much, Bob, and I think that's very interesting about the key comparisons between FAS and FCA and XWorks. And and I guess the rule goes back to the days of sailing ships and perhaps the rule isn't used as much these days, but uh, it certainly might be appropriate for shipments of heavy machinery, perhaps, where the machinery is brought back to the wharf or barged up alongside the vessel. And, And I guess in both of these cases, to be loaded on board by the buyer or its vessel's equipment. Bob, we'll speak soon and thank you very much for joining us on Trade Finance Talks. Incoterms is a registered trademark of the International Chamber of Commerce and this commentary supplements the ICC Incoterms 2020 rulebook, which can be purchased through your local ICC branch or online. Rules on the correct usage of the trademark can be found on the ICC website. For more information on Incoterms, visit tradefinanceglobal.com.